For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. Yeah. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Brick layers and ball shorts. Coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. What up, 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 do. Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amal Hawkins. Appreciate you taking time out today to listen to the latest episode of the show. Um, salute to my sponsor, Abra Insurance. Go to Abra Insurance for all your insurance needs. That's home, business, auto, life insurance, the great people at Able. Servicing, servicing the state of Virginia for over 20 plus years. Also, manscaped.com, man. Go get that lawnmower 4.0. To take care of your southern region, guys. Take care of that. Get you some boxes. Get your t-shirts. But make sure you groom yourself just right, man. Manscaped.com. Use the promo code Show to get 20% off of your order. Your balls would thank you. Yo. Y'all saw the title. First thing I did is just cut the mic on. I didn't want to talk on Twitter. I didn't want to talk on Facebook. Talk to a lot of people on the phone. But this how this 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 is my therapy right here, man. I cut this mic on, cut my Rodecaster Pro on, and I hit record. So you know what? Hold on, hold on. I gotta just this. I start off with music no matter what, so we gotta set the mood, man. Ooh, I need baby, I need some Wu Tang, man. Yo, back in the yo, remember back in the days when shit, everything was all smooth and calm. Yo, man, what's up? I'm building, bro. I'm building, man. I'm saying like, remember like back in like in 70, 79? Everybody was on our lot. Nah, nah, 87. That was my favorite. Everything, everything was lovely, man. Yo, Y'all know me, man. It's your first time, man. Don't don't be alarmed. I start off with music. Hey, yo, go. I set the tone. What's up with y'all? I had to put this Wu Tang on, man. Anytime I got frustrated, man. This 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 is what I went to, man. I'm frustrated right now, yo. Not mad at nobody. I'm just frustrated. So we're gonna talk about it, huh? It used to be so simple, man. So simple. When you didn't understand, when you didn't know, you know what I'm saying? Let Wu Tang break it down for you, man. I'm gonna stop talking. My bad. Started off on the island, AK Shallon, rubber dwelling, gunshots thrown the phone dialing. 
Back in the days, I'm eight now, making a tape now. Ray gotta get a plate now. Ignorant and mad young, wanted to be the one till I got blah, blah, blah. Yeah, my pops was a fiend since 16, shooting that, that's that, his bloodstream. That's the life of a grimy, real life grimy. And others know the habits behind me. Day one, yo, growing all up in the ghetto. Now I'm a whip, jet in the palm metal. And Medina, yo, no doubt, the guard got crazy clout, pushing him from now south. So if you're filthy stacked up, better watch him back and duck, cause these beans, they got it cracked up. Now my man from up north, now he got the law, as solid as a rock and crazy saw. No jokes, I'm not playing. Get his folks, Desert Eagle is joint and put him in the yoke. And the note for sure, I got wreck and rip shot. I pointed the at the safe box. Open it up, kid. I want anything. Right now, boy. Word up. Dedicated to the winners and the losers. Dedicated to all Jeeps and Land Cruisers. Dedicated to the Fives, 850i. Dedicated to the Dedicated to the Lexus and the Axe. Dedicated to MPV's Fat. All right, man. Let's jump right into it. It's not going to be a long podcast. Um, so if you haven't heard the news, head coach Bronco Mendenhall has stepped down as the head coach of the University of Virginia football team. Well, it, it goes into effect after the bowl game. Um, It's like deja vu, like a mug. My last year here, we got the news that our bowl game would be the last game that Coach Welsh was coaching. And when we got that news, man, honestly, I just didn't care. I didn't care about the bowl game. I'm sorry, man. I'm being transparent right now. I didn't care. A lot of people would be like, oh, do one for the, you know, win one for the Gipper types. Man, the hell. Because you hurting. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't take the time to like gather my thoughts and go on my notepad and and write a whole bunch of bullet points down and a bunch of sentences to, to try to craft what I was going to say right now. So y'all got to bear with me. Like Bronco, man, genuine dude, one of the best human beings I've met. Super bright, super selfless. Just taught me a lot about how to approach this, how to approach life, like life lessons. Like anytime we talk, and you guys got to see our relationship on the coach's corner, but ever since he got here, I would visit him on Mondays. I told y'all that. I would just visit him, and and he would just be gracious enough to let me talk to him for four or five minutes. Even though he was breaking down film, he would always just stop what he was doing, take his glasses off, say, come in, and we just talk, laugh, joke, but, you know, wasn't too long because I know he was busy, but it wasn't like he was watching the clock rushing me out. It wasn't like he was, oh, here he come again. But it was almost like if I if I didn't come on a Monday, he'd be like, man, I thought you was dodging me. I ain't see you last week type stuff. I always were excited to see me, even though when he had his game face on for the games and with a fist bump, you know, you could just see when somebody locked in, but they want to let you know that, I see you, like, I'm not ignoring you. I appreciate you. And then when I was filling in for Jay James as a sideline reporter for um, Virginia Sports Radio Network, with um, when, Dave and, when Dave was still here and, and Tony Coverton, just 
the halftime interviews and the post-game interviews, how he would go out his way. He would tell Jim, like, hey, tell Ahmad I'm be right there. Or tell Ahmad, hey, let's talk out here. And he would just look at me when, you know, I asked him questions. And I'm like, all right, coach. He'd be like, that's it? That's all you got for me? You sure? And then he would make sure his players would speak with me and stuff. Like, that's the type of stuff, man, that that's admirable because a lot of coaches – want to be guarded when it comes to somebody in the media, even a former player. Like it's hard for coaches to differentiate. Like I'm in a tough spot. A lot of people don't realize I'm in a very tough spot because when I'm there to do my job, I have to do my job. But at the same time, the lines could get blurred with players in the head coach. So I had to take it upon myself to say, you know what? Anytime I go, to a practice, if it's not a media day, I'm just a former player. I'm alum. Everything that we talk about stays close to my vest, period. Until you break news, then I can elaborate on the news that's being broken. Never say, oh, I knew first, or I finally get. No, not going to take that approach because that's implying that, oh, Ballhawker, no. But once he realized that, but he realized that I would respect the space when he says like no media people at practice and I would still go through the the channels the proper channels be like yo coach I know I'm media but can I just come as a player and he he looked at me he was like absolutely you're a former player I said but you know I work in the media as well he's like well let us you know make that decision based upon how you do when you come to practice and what you say on your podcast and people know I'm privy to a lot of film. I can see a lot of things, but I don't share that. So I gain their trust. So when people always talk about earn not giving, I know about earn not giving because he made me earn my stripes, earn that trust. He had to earn miles too, damn it. They weren't on one-way street. He's the, he'll tell you. He just didn't expect me to believe in him from day one. He wanted to earn my respect, like real life respect, like no strings attached respect. And then he wanted to earn my friendship. And he earned it. And all those coaches the same way. That This is the part of business. Sucks. A lot. A lot. It sucks. So that's why when people call to try to call me a sellout and I'm protecting coaches because I got I want to curse. I got relationships with these individuals that's more than football. That, yeah, I get a little pissed off when you're trying to come at me, matter of fact, like you know what the hell you're talking about. You think you know, you got no idea. But it comes with the territory. So respectfully, they had to teach me how to fall back. The same individuals that y'all used to curse out and blame, they were the ones coaching me up like, yo, bro, you don't got to defend us. That's the part of the game, man. Fall back. Don't don't diminish your brand. You do a hell of a job. Continue to be that vessel that can help people better see the game and better understand the game. We get it. We're not perfect. They're going to let us know we're not perfect. It's cool. But I let these cowards know out here I ain't no damn sellout. You out here tweeting and and taking pictures with mascots and stuff. I'm far from a I'm far from a sellout, homie. We're gonna get that clear. 
clear, like crystal clear. Windex, birds flying into the window clear. Never been a sellout. Never. Just because I don't see the game like you. But I'll let you use those tight words. Just know. I know good and damn well you wouldn't say that in the presence of me. I know you wouldn't. That's not a threat. That's just the truth. And that's what angers me because it's deeper than football, bro. It's deeper than football when people that's attached to it, that put their blood, sweat, and tears, and their families attached to it. Like, football don't hold dominion over me. I love individuals. Anybody that's ever met me in person, no, I genuinely enjoy the conversations I have with folks. And when it came to Broncos stepping down, I got it, man. I understood why he stepped down. I'm just making assumptions right now. I ain't talking to nobody yet. I'm making assessment. assumptions. He probably was just like, yo, I can't let Nick go. That's my family. Family. First, last, everything. Family over everything. F-O-E. And it's easy for us, man, when we're not attached to it to say, just get rid of them, dog. It's just business. Anybody that's ever went into business with one of your friends, <laughs> how easy was it to sever ties from a true friend? It, it usually ends ugly. If you've never been to business with your friend, then you don't you you just don't have the experience of understanding why some folks was like, yo, this is gonna be tough. I kept telling people, I said on the spaces yesterday, I'm telling you, dog, I understand where y'all come from, coming from, but Every staff just don't get rid of one dude. Sometimes it's a dom- especially in college, sometimes it's a domino effect. Unless that person was an add-on. But when you take a staff from one side of the country and bring it to the next, I think we we knew when now was on the hot seat, Bronco loyal. And now that we got the master plan in place, I don't know what type of position Carla was in. Like, at the end of the day, she got a job to do. Right? So she got to do her job. I ain't got no, I ain't angry at her at all. I just smiled. I was like, yo, Carla got a job to do. That's G from, that's, that's gangster. Because he respected. He like, do your job. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to step down. Ain't no, I'm not quitting, but my morals. I live by a moral compass. That's what he does. He lives by a moral compass. He couldn't live with himself if he got rid of Nick. And and this is speculation, okay? This is speculation. I am speculating that this is why he probably stepped down. But Coach is in the great headspace. Great headspace. You heard him on the Coach's Corner. Coach in the great headspace, bro. Great headspace. Great headspace. Enjoys coaching at this universe. Enjoys the fan base. No matter how much y'all take shots at him. Not all of y'all. See, when I, when I say y'all, I'm talking about the minority uh, uh, piss-infested crew over there that be eating the skin off their arms. Those folks. those that, We call them trolls. They live under bridges. Got snot coming out their nose because they won't take no mucinex. Talk about the trolls. Not the loyal ones. Not the ones who, yeah, you might get angry, but you still here every year. 
But I'm talking about the fools who were at every coach and at every administrator, at Virginia football, at, 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 and when the at recruits, y'all fools. What is wrong with you? Well, like, are you that miserable in life? Are you that miserable with your life that you were at recruits and say, don't come to this university that you cheer for? That you, you supposed to be a diehard for? You, like, real talk, bro. Are you that damn miserable with your life that you would t- try to steal the joy from young athletes and say, don't come? Because you don't know. You're not helping nobody. You got no experience in this field. Stay in your lane. Like LeVar Ball says, stay in your lane. Know your role and shut your mouth. Put your phone down. You want attention. Every time you at somebody, nobody even likes it. Nobody even applauds you. They just look at you. Like, bruh, come on. I can, I can get you in contact with therapists and stuff. You can talk it out. You need something. You need a hug. You need to go run. Come out running prolific Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Come run with us. Heal on them heels. I heal on them heels three times a week. And then I heal on the hills I got in my neighborhood. That's my mental health. That's how I stay from doing dumb stuff like that on Twitter. But back to Bronco. Bronco Mendehall, man, definitely appreciate our relationship, our friendship. Definitely appreciate your tutelage. Definitely appreciate what you did for this program, what you did for these hundreds of student athletes that you inspired and helped mold them to be successful outside this sport. This sport is only a short span of our lives. You definitely will be missed, bro. And I understand this business. I respect what you did. Salute to all the, the coaches on staff. Next coach, you got to keep Marcus Hagens in UVA blood. But what happens with a Coach 2J, Coach Ottawa, Coach Shane, Coach Broom, Coach Sintum, Coach Beck? Coach, now nah, that, that's tough, bro. It's a domino effect. You never, you just never, 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 never knew. Be careful what you wish for. And I ain't saying y'all wish for this, but I always say sometimes don't hit tweet. Because when you put stuff in the air, sometimes, hey man, the tongue is powerful. That's why I'm, you know, careful with the things that I say. But you trolls, I mean it to y'all. I rebuke you. <laughs> <laughs> I rebuke you demon. I rebuke you devil. Everybody screaming, Anthony Poindexter be the next head coach. Salute to the cap. Love him to death, man. Love the cap to death. I just want to want him to be set up for success. He definitely will help with recruiting. He definitely can help with 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 donors because he's such a polarizing figure for this university and for college football. He's done a great job as co-defensive coordinator and all of his stops. I don't know, man. Like if you, if you, if you ask another coach to come in here, do you say you have to take up Marcus Higgins? Do you say you have to take an Anthony Poindexter? Like, think about that. 
That's the only thing, man. That's my own. That, that, like, that's my only question. Like what? <clears throat> but that's all I got for y'all. Man. I ain't want to talk your head off. I'm definitely uh, disappointed, but I understand this whole situation. I've been a part of college sports, but I've, I've been in pro sports, and pro sports the same way. You get ultimatums. You got to make cuts. You got to fire stuff. Like, that's the nature of the beast. This is why I don't want to be a coach. I went through it for 10 years in the Arena Football League. You know, you get cut because of what you make versus the salary and the direction the team want to go on, and then you sign a long-term deal, and then that team goes under cease operations, and you go in dispersal draft, and then you go somewhere else, and then that the league goes under, and then it comes. But, like, too many uncertainties. So I, I like my position here behind the microphone. I appreciate everybody that's always tuning in, the ones that donate. Um, follow me on themahawkins.com. Use the contact us option at the bottom of the website if you just want to contact me directly via email. I'll answer you the best I can in the email um, with the information that I can share. If I can't share information with you, um, I just keep it close to the vest because I leave that up to the administrators and the university to break certain things. I'm not in the business of breaking news. Somebody asked me, did I know that Bronco was stepping down? No, nobody had told, nobody told me he was stepping down. I came back from a five mile run to my phone going crazy. And I thought it was because, you know, coach asked Nick to step down. And when I saw it was Bronco, I was like, well, he didn't ask Nick to step down. He said, you know what? Family over everything. And for the folks that wanted Nick fire, you're not wrong for that. You're not wrong for that. It's just that when you build a relationship with somebody and you consider them a friend and and you know their family, you know their children, and your children play on the same team as their kids, it's a little different, man. So when people call me apologists and things like that, yeah, I want to black y'all out because you got no idea. You're just doing it for, for likes and people to agree with you. Like you got people... Like, you got the mob trying to come at me. And I got a big old Tommy gun with plenty of bullets. And I play Call of Duty all the time. I don't even got to shoot. I'm going to just run around stab all y'all. Keep running around stabbing y'all. I ain't going to use no bullets. <laughs> so, man, honor of Bronco, Minnehaw, Cowboy Hawk, want to send them out the right way, man. We got that Johnny Cash, Riders in the Sky. It's the ball. We out of here. Peace. An old cowboy went riding out one dark and windy day Up on a ridge he rested as he went along his way When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw Plowing through the ragged skies And up a cloudy draw Their brands were still on fire and their hooves were made of steel Their horns were black and shiny and their hot breath he could feel A bolt of fear went through him as they thundered through the sky For he saw the riders coming hard And he heard their mournful cry Yippee-i-oh 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.